Hey, it's Jmark Accento here, broadcasting to you from the end of the world. Want to show support for Tabletop for the End of the World? Then check out our store on Teespring. Shirts like the Hi, I'm Twilight tee or the Path of the Murder Gnome tee are all available on the store now. We even got stickers featuring our playable characters from It Comes From Within, our Patreon-exclusive podcast where an eldritch god forces the original cast to f- play a twisted version of Call of Cthulhu. And we have so, so much more coming to you soon. So check it out on teespring.com slash stores slash tfu-market. And thank you again for your support. You're wonderful. Previously on Tabletop for the End of the World. They're in the labyrinth. For every life, they took it a hoda. I will take ten of their own. Mitch, are you sure this is a good idea? I think we're all having fun here. Look, there's blood, they're bleeding out. How tragic, it was so sad. You can see Balderdash from above. Did, did we win? The southern half of the town is kind of gone. No! He's still alive! Yep, can't kill me. I'm hardy. Jake the Goblin is leading a whole village of goblins out of this beastly creature. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go find Tornavert. Thank you for giving me a body, friend Twilight. We will be the most powerful. We will be taken seriously. Oh no. We brought the mimics here. How long have you known? How long have you known this has been happening with Kevin? I just didn't want you guys to look at me the way you are now. You always help me, Lily. Everyone, we are going to play a game. Good day, good day, my lovely, lovely listeners. I, Robin, am back once again with your daily wisdom. Let's go in. We have ourselves a delightful day for each and every one of you. After all, Ahota is here, and our surviving hunters of the dead hunt are eager. Three, two... One. Go! 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 The encroachers are sure to contribute greatly in the coming year's food supply, and we must remember to express our gratitude to them. And, of course, to our beloved overseers for their generosity. So be sure to put large gifts on the Coupique Day pyre for them. Do not stop, men. Push onward. Our target is deep within the labyrinth. Today, we'll paint the city a festive red. Go! There's hundreds of them! Amelia, are they still at our base? See, Father. They are playing. Odd. I would have expected young Mitch to act. He never trusted me. Trusted us. Would you like me to patch you in? Indeed. Those fools should think twice 
before broadcasting their games over an unsecure network where anyone can listen. Do I call you parent? You kept me warm in your little bag. I am truly thankful. Your support means we will be able to rise up and wipe out this little town as a declaration of our power. We will be the most powerful. We demand to be taken seriously. And uh, with that, I believe Twilight can roll initiative. Uh, I got a 20, not natural. Twilight goes, oh no, oh no, no child of mine is going to burn down a town. You, to the corner now. Think about what you're doing. I will not go to the corner. Uh, if you do that, if you uh, don't make me count to, ten, to three, I'll do it. Your counting cannot stop my countenance. One, two. Please continue. No one's actually taught me how to count before. Oh, well, I can teach you. Come on, come over here. Come on, I'll teach you how to count. We'll take a break. I intend to come over there with weapons. And and he one of the rocks, uh, he pulls a rock out of his chest, one of the mimics. And for a second, it turns like back to its original tiny like mimic form. And then it starts lengthening out into a spear. Do you still want me to come over there? Twilight? How many spears are those? Come on, you can do it. One! And it and he throws it at you. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, for 14 to hit. 14 to hit. Let me look at my decks here. It hits for 5 million damage. Mitch leaves now. Yep, that hits. Okay. That hits. Uh, it hits you for seven. Okay. Wait, I have an idea. The physics might not line up, but have the spear launch him all the way over to where Vert and Torin are, and we can team <laughs> up for the fight. Yeah, can we just do that? Um, okay, so Twilight Twilight gets hit by the spear, like, takes it, takes it to the arm and goes, Ah! Oh, that's it! That is it, young man! You are grounded! You're grounded! No taking over a town for at least a month! I will not listen to you. Though you have created I... me, I am now off the chain. As it were. Oh, oh, using all these hip language. Oh, we're so cool. By the way, I rolled a 20, not natural. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely your turn first, but it, our goof turned into a story moment and I lobbed a spear at you. No, no, I love it. I just wanted to make sure I was able to do something. 100%. Okay. I'm kind of waiting for you to give me something mechanical to react to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got you. So, uh, Twilight's going to use Hellish Rebuke. Fair. As a response. Fair, fair. That's a reaction. Yeah. So, like, after that, that it's still your reaction. turn. I won't let you burn down this town. I'm going to burn down this town. <laughs> Look, you don't know the work we've put in here, okay? We, we overthrew the mayor. We're already doing it. You're just making it more difficult. Um, okay, so the creature must make a dex saving throw. Okay. We already ran the coup d'etat. You're just making extra steps. How does a nine add up to that? So I'm guessing uh, no. It, it, that's a no. You're going to take the full damage right, of this. Go ahead, light me on fire, daddy. Uh, that was a 13. Yeah, uh, ow. 
Yeah. Uh, Twilight feeling sufficiently PO'd at their at their hive hive child, uh, which is the term I'm now going to call it. Just the a hive quick child. question to make Jamok uh, feel maybe uncomfortable in this fight. How much health does this thing have? Well, um, All I guess it. the easiest way to the <laughs> easiest way to answer that is to tell you that I don't got to tell you a goddamn thing. <laughs> Just gonna not yes and me. All right, all right. I see how it is. <laughs> That's definitely not how this works. <laughs> um, you you lit it on fire. <laughs> yes, and hey, you lit it on fire, and what you see is that some of uh, the uh, some of these smaller mimics have lobbed off of this thing. Um, mm-hmm, in response mm-hmm. to being on fire, and the ones that were burned just kind of fell off, and then they the body has rearranged itself to be back to a full humanoid form. Is it, like, slightly smaller now? Yeah, it's got less mass. I guess a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, Twilight immediately, like, so Twilight cast Hellish, uh, I'm going to paint you a really awesome word picture. Twilight cast Hellish Rebuke, but as the fire was uh, plummeting? Pummeling? The fire, it's just they catch fire. They sort of immolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as as the fire was released from my body uh, onto the hyper mimic, I was actually already running forward with my talent sword to slash it across the chest. Makes sense to me. Yeah, you you stomp your way up the stairs, which is real good for the thighs. And you... Twilight got a... 17 plus... 19... uh, 22 to hit. Uh, 22 hits, for sure. Okay, and I will need it to take a con saving throw. All right. Uh, so, six. Uh, that doesn't do it. They are now wounded, and they will take damage at the start of each turn. Right. Um, plus... How much damage did you uh, did? I just, I just did two... Where's my dex stat? I was just looking at it. Oh, it's at the top. Uh, just four damage with the Talon Sword, plus uh, plus the wound that I've inflicted on it. Cool. Um, yeah, your Talon Sword definitely cuts this thing across the chest, and you can see the wound bleeding out of the small uh, the small mimics that you've that you've torn through here. Those mimics almost immediately get like ejected off of the main body, and uh, this the golem gets a little bit smaller. Does the poison effect take effect? Uh, yes, because those mimics that he's ejected, they you see them on the ground, and you see them like start to crawl away and then bleed out onto the floor with their acidy blood. Which also reminds me, as you cut through this thing, Twilight, the you know a spray of their blood sprayed back onto you in a bloody spray uh, for three three acid damage. And then the next thing that's going to happen is it gets a turn, and isn't that fun? Isn't it fun that it does that? Now. <laughs> what? Un- unsubscribed. <laughs> uh, so let's see. I'm going to need you to yes and me, and I won. Okay. And that's the end of it. Okay. Yeah. Still. I won. Yes and, and we're good. Definitely not how it works. Twilight, uh, you're going to get grabbed by this thing. He the, the mimic golem reaches out, and his fingers start elongating as the mimics sort of jump off of like his body and like down his arms to make his arms longer and he reaches out and wraps you in a big old hug and now parent are you ready to receive my loving kisses I admit I haven't taught you appropriately because I didn't know you were alive till now but we can still learn 
We could learn together. I could learn to be a parent. You could learn to be a good child. Uh, 23 is going to hit as it bites you on the face. <laughs> for, uh, it's going to be, let's see, but it is counting in my head. Seven piercing damage and just one, one cute little acid damage from its acidy saliva. Oh, 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 that's nice. That That's kind of nice. Um. Okay. You are grappled now, and you don't seem capable of escaping from this particular grapple. Okay. You're gonna need some help. And guess who's there to help you? But it's Gerhardt. Ooh, it's Ghost of Torin. Hi, Ghost of Torin. Use prestidigitation so that past me knows where you are, you idiot. I blame you. Twilight, realizing that doing so would mean Ghost of Torn would haunt me forever, opts out. <laughs> this is the only way I'll be free from your ghost. You mean you dying? Fair enough. Uh, behind you, uh, Twilight, behind you, you hear Gerhardt say, Throw me! And down in the living room, Donnelly and Gerhardt working together have tried to lift up the ball that is tied to her ankle and lob it up the stairs and with an incredible strength throw the the ball and donnelly have gone up the stairs and donnelly directing it just uh, the best <laughs> she can uh <laughs> an incredible strength roll that was launched, made off screen that was launched a small girl at you and the heavy orb has collided with uh twilight and the mimic hive lord and all of you go sprawling uh, into the room upstairs. Oh. <laughs> you do you do have to take four bludgeoning damage, but so do the mimics, as they kind of all fall apart. Like the whole mimic creature has collapsed, and now there are you're, you're in a room full of rocks, essentially full of what look like tiny rocks. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh. Twilight's hol holding the ball on their gut. With Gerhardt, like, collapsed next to me. Sorry. He goes, all right. Okay, look, I'll pu You push, I'll pull. Okay, okay. Can I, can I predict what's about to happen, though? Yes. The King Mimic is going to reform, like, the Liquid Terminator? Actually, yeah, that that's what I had in mind, yeah. I know your brain. I'm glad I sent you that video through the archive. Uh, I knew you'd appreciate it. What's well, a Liquid Terminator? I'll tell you later. I'll show you later. It's like, uh, if robots were made out of, like, mercury, basically. Oh, God, let's not give Poetry Blood ideas. No, right? Okay, um... Uh, so yeah, uh, you, uh, you push, uh, Gerhardt pulls, and the, the ball comes off of you. Like, she, it uh -huh, seems like she's uh -huh. really starting to get a handle on that thing. And you only take 10 damage from broken ribs. You only took 4 damage from broken ribs, and that's because the D4 was unsympathetic. See, what I tell you, just a whole lot of push-ups. Yeah. Yeah. You were right. <sighs> okay. Uh, and Twilight looks over at the Hyper Mimic. Uh, is it still, like, kind of knocked out-ish? Um, it's not knocked out. It's, it's disassembled. Okay. Twilight uh, helps Gerhardt to pick up the orb. Let's get out of here! And, uh, Twilight and Gerhardt, uh, start running out of Flood's hut, uh, back towards the group, because, uh, I don't want to be near here anymore. Absolutely this is fair. a bad place to be. Um, yeah, grabbing the orb, it is, it is incredibly heavy. Uh, uh, give me a strength check. Uh-oh, that was a seven. Okay, so you're struggling with it, and Gerhardt's struggling with it. So you're a weak little baby person, and you go nowhere. 
Donnelly makes her way up the stairs and grabs, like, the chain and starts pulling with you guys. It's like, come on, come on, come on. She's just, and Donnelly is just jacked. <laughs> well, it's the, the three of you working together are able to get the ball to the edge of the stairs. Behind you, you can see that the all of the little mimics are starting to, like, roll to a center point in the room. Do any of the mimics look like they stand out like i can ad- identify one of them as the brain of the hive mimic uh they all currently like, like my hive child uh your hive child took the form of a rock to disguise itself in this vulnerable state and uh, unfortunately mm. when mimics are trying to look like inanimate objects they are indistinguishable from that inanimate object Fun. so there is not there is not a perception check you could pass right now okay um twilight as they're moving towards the stair, because I still have to use my action. Yes. Uh, Twilight casts Message, which is a cantrip, to get a hold of Torin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twilight goes, Torin! And just screams into his head. <laughs> Torin! Torin the Hive Mimic <laughs> Zephlet's hut! Torin, hurry up! Get Vert! I sent, I sent Chester! I sent Chester and Derek to you! Get, get... Get over here, help! Oh yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> uh, now that you've done that, uh, actually, uh, you hear an unusual noise, Torin, coming towards you. You hear, like, tiny, tiny wet footsteps, like little blood. Uh. Ooh, you do that again? Ugh. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, no, it's very good. It's a very good sound that I make. Um, I'd say Vert fell in the river, but he's right next to me. And what you see is Derek riding atop uh, of Chester as have finally made it to you with their little steps. And he's like, you guys, you're serious danger. This is a mimic hive lord. I was going to worship him, but I think he's probably a bad dude. And uh, Derek's like, he is correct. There is all kinds of trouble afoot. I know. My brain just shouted at me. We must go. I kind of scoop up, Bert, scoop up the tiny minions. <laughs> And I want to paint a word picture for you. Ooh, please do. Ooh, I also that, want to paint a word picture for you. Paint that word picture. So let's picture. see how this happens. <laughs> Torin realizes he needs to get there with all speed. So, posts up the legs. They flex. And you see the veins. The, gra- the ground underneath one foot cracks. And then he just launches forward running. Joe! <laughs> Two points of exhaust can't stop these thighs. Just burst through all the doors and keep running. I'm trying to t- paint a word picture about your unstoppable thighs. <laughs> In order to hang on for dear life, Chester has found himself sort of tied, or like his big tongues are tied around your head and neck, uh, and he is currently riding on top of your head. And I'm holding the helmet in one arm, crooked in one arm like a football, and I guess Vert in the other like another football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, back inside the hut, uh, Gerhard Donnelly and Twilight have clamberingly made it to the bottom of the stairs. And at the top, you can now hear, Parent? Where have you gone, Parent? Uh, I'm taking a personal day. Uh, we have babysitters coming to take care of you. Don't worry. Uh, you're well taken care of. I need no sitting. Anytime I get exhausted, I trade out my legs for other mimics. No snacks after 9 p.m. That seems harsh, and I don't understand it. This is unfair. And he starts to... You see him now at the top of the stairs. The the mimics that compose his body... Uh, 
are now made of a black obsidian rock instead of a boring gray stone. He thought it would look more intimidating this way, and he started to make his way down the stairs. And Twilight sees that and goes, that's really good! You have a real talent for art! Maybe you should consider that to channel all this aggression! I will never go to art school. I will be an accountant. Oh, God, you're definitely not my child. I am your child. You made me. Your quabbling and your squibbling have taught me how to survive in this world. Uh, Twilight is going to use their full range of motion to get out of dodge. So full 30 yeah, feet? Get, or cuz I'm cuz I'm carrying the thing, is it a full 30 feet? Totally it is. Yeah, you uh you carrying the heavy thing all together, you can go 30 feet and you guys make it out of the hut and you start running down the streets of Balderdash. Also, I I rolled While, uh, um could I roll another strength roll to uh try to make it a little easier, like see if I get a burst of energy? Sure. Okay. I'll that, allow it. Thank Sounds you. fine. That oh, oh dear. Are you sure you'll allow it? Cause, uh, did you get a nat 20? I did. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So Twilight goes, you're definitely not my son! And picks up the orb uh, and like tosses Gerhardt over my shoulder with the orb on the front and starts... Uh, there's bardic inspiration and then there's Torin inspiration. And, starts, and you've definitely got that right Starts hot, Starts hot-footing it out, out of the building uh, with Gerhardt flopping on my back. <laughs> no, you absolutely do that. And you meet up with Torin and Vert and everyone else. Uh, they were they were coming your way to begin with. Twilight runs past them. Twilight's terrified. <laughs> Twilight goes, can't stop, gotta run! <laughs> Torin skids to a halt, cratering the ground, and starts running back towards Twilight. <laughs> Inside the darkness of the hut, you can see that more objects have started to roll towards the hut. And you can start to hear a chanting coming from these mobile inanimate objects. They say... Hive Lord, Hive Lord, Hive Lord, Hive Lord, Hive Lord. Listeners, I have just received word that there are encroachers in the labyrinth. What? This is unprecedented. Are they... Trying to die? I I mean, of course they're going to die, but why place themselves in danger? That takes all of the fun out of what a hota is supposed to be about. I mean, our hunters train daily to hunt. Don't just hand yourselves over. Besides, we we are all very aware that we do not let anyone into the labyrinth. So, I mean, this can't just be an accident. We we all know about the creature that lives within. Are you certain that this is the way? Yes, Father. I've got eyes on you now. Excellent. Yes. Yes, yes, I see you. Kevin, help me hack into this drone. 
I should be able to use it to lead you there and back. Good. I... What? What is that? Father! Yang? Do you think Yang is okay? He's probably fine. Yeah, but he's in the labyrinth. Isn't there, like, a creature? Come on, you don't actually believe that, do you? It's fine, guys. Everything is fine. I mean, okay. I... Um, did we want to go back to the game now? Yeah, sorry, I was just, I hope they're all right. Like I said, don't worry about it. Uh, so, uh, from inside of the hut, you see all the, all the mimics have been rolling towards it, chanting. And inside the darkness, you can see something is definitely moving inside there. Torin, you go to take a step. The cobblestone you were going to put your foot on rolls out of the way as it makes its way toward the hut. Ah. Uh, yeah, so you uh, you miss a step there, but you can uh, you can keep going. And behind you, Flood's hut shatters. And a creature is standing there now. A creature shaped like some kind of four-legged beast with a treasure chest for a head. And it begins galloping towards you at incredible speeds. Kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it! We're exhausted, we have no spells. I blame the oh, the one above all, God. Um, I think we need a new initiative roll here, guys. Okay. Twilight got a nine. Ooh. I got a nine. I oh. got a six. Okay. Come on, Kevin, you're ruining the theme. Mm. And I got a 12. Torn, what's your dex? Oh, wait, no, I didn't get a nine. I remember. I have not minus one initiative. So okay. I have eight. There we go. <laughs> I keep forgetting that. I suck. You should not You should remember that. You should keep I that in no mind. I have no dexterity, which means I'm just not very flexible. Hey, you're a, ten you're, you're a meat shield. You got this. He can't touch his toes. I can't turn my head too far. <laughs> he can't turn left. He's not an ambi-turner. This all ends when I turn left. After the, the results of this horrible gasoline fight accident, the Hive Lord creature is chasing after you guys, and you see emerging from its back one of the uh one of the mimic tongues on its back shoulder reaches up holding another mimic rock in its hand in like its hand, quote unquote, like its tongue rappy. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. that mimic turns in the mimic it's holding turns into a spear. And the tongue lobs the spear at you guys. Torin, uh, it's going to miss you. And then it loads up another one and launches it at you. And it's also going to get a seven. So this is unimpressive. <laughs> <laughs> I do good games, I swear. You're doing great, buddy. Hey, hey. This thing has begun to lob spears at you. And then those spears land on the ground, reform into gray blobs, and then make their way back to the creature. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It just picks up the blobs as it's running past. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they also, like, stretch out their tongues and hitch a ride. Uh, it's your turn, Twilight. Mm, got you. The thing is closing fast, and it's gonna be here in seconds. Twilight needs to figure out what they're gonna do, because this is traumatic. Uh, okay, do I have any spell slots left over? I don't think I do. I think you and Vert only have cantrips. Yeah. I don't get cantrips. I'm a paladin. That's right. Your spellcasting is serious business. You don't get all these flaunty cantrips. And Twilight, Twilight is gonna is gonna. Uh, so I've been I've I've been watching uh, this movie in the archives called uh, the Karate Kid, and I'm going I'm going to sweep the leg uh, with my talent sword. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. 
and I'm gonna use a bardic. Uh, I'm gonna use my inspiration you gave me way back when to make sure it works. Okay, so you're trying to do like a like a trippy move on its big old leg. I'm trying to chop it off to trip it, but yes, essentially that. Sure, let's let's make it happen, Captain. So you're gonna suddenly stop, drop Gerhart, and try to chop off a leg? Uh, yeah, essentially, I'm gonna drop Gerhart as a. Uh, I'm gonna like turn around and drop Gerhart, run towards the mimic as it's running towards us, which I don't think it anticipated, and I got mm-hmm. a uh, twenty, not natural to That'll hit. cut it awesome i'm gonna like slide underneath it like in between its four legs and okay cut cut one of the legs off in an attempt to do harm and uh okay do some damage awesome uh that was a six plus deck so eight uh eight damage not bad and then uh it will need to take another constitution saving throw uh 20 so it saves. Yeah, it's definitely good there. Yeah, I would I would describe that as a save, for sure. You slide underneath it, you chop at the leg right at the knee, and you see a pile of uh, black obsidian mimic stones go rolling out like as though like you've severed the connection, mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. just start like they just out on the ground, uh. Uh, and the and the four legged creature takes a takes a tumble. Uh, while it's doing that, though, you did cut open some mimics, and you took two acid damage from cutting into them. Okay. Yeah, the whole creature sort of rolls forward. It tumbles and then picks itself back up, uh, now in its its humanoid form again. Twilight saw it tumble to the ground and goes, what did I say? You're grounded! Huh. And then uh, Twilight casts a quick, uh, cast a quick, like, small press of digitation to go, Yeah! Everybody in the area changes allegiances and starts killing Twilight. <laughs> uh, in response to that, out of that pile of mimics that it made when you cut its leg off, uh, one of those mimics comes clambering towards you, uh, uh, Twilight. Uh, and because you're like, it, it doesn't really need to. It doesn't really need to clamber. You're like surrounded by these things now, like a bunch of small mimics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and it swings its tongue at you for two, uh, 12 to hit. 12 to hit does not hit. Does not hit. It, yeah, it tries to bash you with a tongue. And you realize, like, there are mimics all around you now. Uh, this thing tried to swing at you, and then it starts making its way back towards the, the beast. Uh, Torin, Ooh, wait, 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 wait. It tried to hit me and then started making its way back towards. I get an opportunity attack. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll accept that. Heckin' yeah, I'm a roll to hit. 17 to hit. That'll hit. Awesome. Uh, Twilight would like to smash it with uh, their foot. Do it. Uh, unarmed attack roll. Is that just a straight up and down d20? On a hit, the unarmed strike deals one plus your strength modifier. Oh, no. Can I change my move? Did you do move? zero damage? Yeah. yeah. Can I not do something else? Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Twilight did negative damage. Yeah. Actually heals them. Twilight, Twilight will just stab it with their dagger. Because, like, okay. I'm picturing where I'm at. I'm on my back. And, like, so I wouldn't be able to pull my rapier out. I wouldn't be able to use my talent sword. So I'll take my dagger from my hip and just stab it down. That's probably better. Yeah. So that was a... <laughs> oh, that was a, a 20 not natural to hit. I thought it was a... <laughs> yeah. It was a, it was a full... 
an entire <laughs> and yeah. you hit with it. Yeah, that was a uh, three damage. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's it was a little one. You just stab it and it dies. It goes Meh! and starts dissolving. And uh, the hive lord says, "You never understood my friends. Your friends are bad influences. I told you. You have to take me seriously. Well, you didn't respect what I told you. I'd respect your attempts at art. It's my first time being a parent. Allegedly." I will do what I want, parent. You have made me, and I will unmake you. I didn't ask for you to be bored. Wait, that feels backwards. Me either. <laughs> Torin. That feels exceptionally harsh. <laughs> Torin, go. Uh, he's used to it by now. Torin, go. <laughs> this is the great... Okay. Hold on. This is the greatest battle ever. It's just... It's just misunderstood parenting. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. <laughs> well, whatever Twilight is, we've already learned they should not breed. <laughs> they are a terrible parent. <laughs> I didn't ask for you to be born. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Some say that it has lived in the labyrinth for hundreds of years, and that its hunger has grown with each passing day. Legend tells us that the labyrinth was not built to capture unsuspecting travelers, but to keep the creature trapped Yang! Yang! What is happening? Amelia, there's something in the labyrinth. Can you see it? I can't see anything. What is it? I don't know. It... Yang! Yang! They say... It's a legless beast, and yet it is able to move with freedom and grace. Some speak of it having gained the size from leftover radiation, feasting and mutating over generations until we had no choice but to trap it. I have even heard tales that it is impervious to all of our bullets and most of our explosives. And it is so, so hungry, constantly feasting on every living creature that crosses its path. And yet, it is insatiable, and no amount of flesh can ever satisfy its appetite.
All right. So after all that, <clears throat> Torn stops, puts the helmet on Gerhardt's head, takes the allied <laughs> mimic off his head and puts it, I guess, with Gerhardt. No, I want to fight with you. I want your help. We can't even, we don't know how this hive thing works, so I just leave it with Gerhardt. No! Take my other arm, shake Vert awake. Vert, it's time for killing. Point him towards it, and then I go running with sword and shield, and I double strike. Because I can, I can hit twice. Entirely. Do it. Roll that damage. Well, I gotta roll to hit, don't I? Uh, yeah. That's why I'm saying roll, like, roll the, just roll. Okay, so I rolled an 18, so I'm not even going to ask about proficiency, because that hits. Yeah, you hit. I don't like your confidence in that, but yeah, you hit. I don't care for your attitude, one above all. Because <laughs> I'm not going to call you the DM god, because, well, I already have a god. So you're the god above god, and you suck. I thought he was the dungeon daddy. Are we not using that anymore? I would, I would actually really like us to keep calling me the dungeon daddy, because it fills me with an unearned sense of pride. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why I choose not to use that. <laughs> Damn. And, and in case the hive my, uh, mimic was wondering where Twilight got their parenting perceptions from, it was clearly from the dungeon daddy. Yeah, no, he's, I'm just, yeah. So 14 plus my three proficiency, I'm assuming that hits. What? No, you said, uh... Wait, 14. 14 plus 3, so what's the 17. AC on this thing? Do I hit? So you rolled a 17, so that second attack is going to miss, Torin. Oh, dag! Uh, you're actually going to hit uh, something that feels like stone on that second attack, but that first attack hit, so you can roll damage. This is all a conspiracy against me. Clearly. So, going to roll a d10 because it's slashing. Mm-hmm. Which, what is the point of having it be a 1d8, but then it's like 1d10 for slashing? Uh, the 1d10 is if you're using two hands to attack. Yeah. Yeah, it's a two-hand, it's called versatile. So 1d10 is if I'm using two hands? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, so I roll a 1d8 then. Yes, because you got your shield in the other hand, right? Yes. Okay, make it happen, Captain. So I've been doing this all wrong for the longest time. Oh. It's only been, we've only been doing this for like a year, that's, that's fine. Oh, my talon sword is versatile too, I could have used two hands on that slashing attack. That's good to know. Okay, cool. I'm going to keep that in mind. We're just filling Mitch with all the feeling of, of accomplishment. So just a 1d8. Okay, you've had your weapon much longer than I have, sir. Um, am I the only one who's read the rules? I rolled an 8. Yeah, 8 damage is good. Uh, it's one of the numbers you could have gotten. And since I have my shield out, I can protect. I can finally use that one ability I took. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, you slash down for 8 damage. A spray of acid hits you for... One, but I think you're... you're Half-acid damage, because yeah. I resist. One rounded down is definitely zero, so you take zero acid damage. You, you rub I just it. lick it, and I'm like, yeah. this is nothing. You just rub it into your skin, and it kills all the bacteria, and now your scales are, like, extra shiny. Like a moisturizer. Yes. No Moving one's on. laughing, I got worried. <laughs> uh, Vert! <laughs> mm, I'm going to try a firebolt. Okay. Do you have any spell slots? Uh, it's a cantrip. Yeah. Yeah, Vert's a little low power right yeah. now. Yeah. I wonder why. That is... Because I intended for him to be. Not gonna hit. Oh, sorry, buddy. Yeah. Just launches, misses into the background, sets another hut on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> the townspeople are like, no, it's fine, we get it. <laughs> Outside in the town of uh, Balderdash, you can hear more screaming and chanting as more of these tiny mimics are starting to make their way forward. From that pile that Twilight sort of cut free, uh, one of them has made their way to Vert, and uh, uh, Vert does a 16 hit. Uh, 
16 is my AC, so yeah. You're going to get bit. You're going to get bit for... Oh, that was that was well done. Nine damage. No. It bites down on you. Uh, six piercing damage and three acid damage. Okay. And it just keeps chanting. It's like, it's got you, and it's a uh, Hive Lord, Hive Lord. Speaking of which, it's the Hive Lord's turn. Oh, that was a transition. Nice. Yeah, see, it was a segue. That's a good, uh, that's a, that was a sweet segue. Look at those wheels. Yeah, no, check out my sweet segue, guys. I really wish they'd let me use one of the segues that they ride around the base, but I think that's for, like, personnel only. Can we, if anyone's listening... If anyone's listening, let me ride one of your segways, please. Like, just, you don't, it doesn't have to be long and I won't tell Yang. Just let me ride one of your segways. Don't you work directly with Yang? Yeah, yeah, but it's like, I think it's for the patrolling guards. So they won't let you ride the segway or give you a bathroom pass. Yeah, I gotta admit, I don't know why we have to ration bathroom time. I think he's just, like, worried about efficiency. I just want a segway joust. I would love to segway joust, see? Mm -hmm. Look, Feng Huang, guys... We can do this. We don't have to tell Yang. All we have to- He's in the labyrinth right now. We just have to segue joust. Yes, we can just segue joust. All right, guys, when I wrap up- When I wrap up here, one of you guys- I know there's two guys outside my room, like, 24 hours a day. You two guys, get some segues. Come back here. Let's do a segue joust. Oh, it's gonna happen. It's gonna be so sweet. Thank you. We can make this happen. In the meantime, there's a giant living treasure chest, and it's trying to eat you guys. Can we segue joust? <laughs> so now that it's back in its uh, humanoid form, the first thing it's going to do is it draws. Uh, it takes two mimics and sort of lashes them together, and they grow out into a battle axe and try to swing at Torin for. Does 20 hit? Yes, 20, right? 20 beat your AC? With my shield, I only have 18 armor class. Yay! Oh no, I rolled a 1. So, 5 slashing damage. I rolled a 1 on a d12. I'm mad. Uh, And then those, those two mimics are going to separate. And one of them is going to turn into a shield. And one of them is going to turn into a a sword. Uh, and that is what he's going to do for his turn, so he can jack his AC up even higher. And it's going to go, yeah, yeah! And then, from behind you guys, the town of Balderdash sees you in trouble and has awoken to the fight. Would you say they're woke? They are mad woke. They are woke AF. And so the woke AF town of Balderdash has begun to arrive to see what's happening. Gerhardt has started stomping on tiny mimics, getting acid burns on the bottoms of her feet. Donnelly is picking, picking off tiny mimics one by one with her crossbow. Justin and Ray have arrived, and they have started to hurl spells, uh, small cantrips, bolts of fire and light. As they, as they deal actual damage to these things. And Mayor Bucket, jumping from the top of a shed, pins a mimic inside of his bucket, and you hear its death throes as it dies from poison damage. He's finally going to be the Poomancer. Poomancer! Uh, it is Twilight's turn. Um, Twilight is still... I, I guess how far has it... Because it transformed back to a human, so where's Twilight at? Could you uh, describe this scene for me? I think you're probably behind the mimic since it... Created a sword and shield to fight me. Yeah, behind is in, is a relative term for this thing since it's got mimics all over its body acting as its eyes and ears. Like if you were trying to flank it, that's not going to be possible. But it, you are you're near it. There is like a tiny army of mimics that have gone away from you and are rejoining its body. 
Is taking a potion an action or a bonus action? It's an action, because if you could heal as a bonus action, then it'd be super broken. That's fair. Okay. Um, <clears throat> because the Mimic is distracted by Torn right now, Twilight definitely needs to prioritize healing. Are there still Mimics around me that can take an opportunity attack, or am I good? You're good. Okay. So Twilight would like to back up and stay in kind of a flanking position. I, I realize that's difficult with this kind of creature, but I'm just describing the layout. And Twilight reaches mm -hmm. into their kimono and pulls out one of my potions of heroism and downs it. So I get plus 10 temporary cool. hit points and the spell Bless. Which adds a d4 to any roll. Excellent. I not not any roll, but most of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good turn. Uh, you seem to be in a safe position. There don't seem to be any inanimate objects uh, moving towards you. Okay. Uh, Torin, take your turn. Well, not much else to do, but swing and a swing twice. Okay. Uh, the first one misses. <laughs> okay. But 16 plus 3 finally gets over your whole unbeatable 17 armor class. Yeah, he, he picked up a shield. He gained two more AC. I got one over it. One. The first time uh, you swing the sword and he just dodges it. The second time you hit the shield he was he had made... And you hear the mimic in the shield go, "Ow!" Um, it turns out mimics are still fleshy and don't make good shields. So that sh you uh, you didn't hurt him, but you did make him slough that shield off. Do I roll damage for shield? Uh, no. This uh, yes, yes. Roll the roll the damage. Five. <laughs> yeah, this tiny mimic falls off and just dies, and the <laughs> hive lord looks at it like, "Oh, I didn't think this through." <laughs> See, Doesn't this matter, really. Twilight saw that happen and goes, This wouldn't have happened if you went to school! The friends around me are just tools to help me grow my empire. So if we cross swords, I'm just gonna chop his sword in half. Possible. It goes to... Bert. Is that one mimic still on me? Or is that, uh, released? Yeah, he's still on you. He's like, grrr. Okay. Yeah. Just I'm set your leg on grr. fire. It's fine. Um, alright, I'm gonna... You do technically have a dagger. You could just stab it off of you. I'm going to have to do that. Okay, well, that's a 16 to hit. Oh, that'll hit. Ooh, max damage. That's, uh, <laughs> uh, what, seven? Yeah, these little mimics are garbage. You just stab it, and it dies. Mm. Uh, you get a little acid blood on you, though, so five points of damage. Okay. Yeah, you, you got the mimic off you. You're, you're free now. There don't seem to be mimics near you. They all seem to be moving towards the, the mimic golem. And right now, actually, because the town has started to fight back, there are no new mimics coming to join this thing's body. Well, there's that, at least. Uh, Vert, is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah, I can't do anything else. Cool. At the end of your turn, the Hive Lord, uh, he sees you guys and sees, like, the, the mimics have all rejoined his body, and he's like... No, go back, hurt them! And he, like, swings his arm out. Three little tiny mimics fly off of his body at each of you. Uh, so we'll start with, uh, Torin. That one's gonna miss. Uh, Vert, that one's gonna miss. And Twilight, 14? Uh, that hits. Wait, I have protection. When a creature you can see attacks a target other than you that is within five feet, I can use my reaction to impose disadvantage on its attack roll. Hey. I believe Twilight said Twilight said they were taking a flanking position. And you're kind of like front and center on this thing. So Aww. I don't know if that's going to apply to you, Torin. 
It was a good. It was good thinking. You're never gonna let me. U- I should have chosen one of the other things. You're never gonna let me use this. That's not true. It just didn't work out for this specific instance. You and your concept of distance. That's okay. Ghost of Torn can protect me. It's fine. We got this. Yeah, the Ghost of Torn reaches out to protect Twilight. Uh, you're just gonna get bit a little bit. It's just four damage. Ow! Jerk! <laughs> Hive Lord is. Uh, he's still all up in your grill, Torin. Uh, and he wants you out of the way. So he is going to grapple you. Uh, his, ha! Yeah, you fool. Uh, his big, long arms uh, elongate even further. Uh, go ahead and make that... Uh, I can't... Ha- you know, you can't make the grapple check on this guy. Sorry. What? His, we can't just interlock hands and do a test of strength? You can interlock hands, but it's going to feel very, like... Goopy. Intimate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he he goes to wrap his his arms around you, and as he does this, you see that his arms expand. Uh, he grows more fingers until the thing that's hugging you, the thing that's grappling you, is not just two arms, but it's it's essentially he built a net out of long fingers and arms, and he he gives you a big old squeeze, and then starts bringing you up to his big treasure chest mouth. To bite down on you for yummy damage. But apparently he's only going to get 11 to bite you, even though it's with advantage. Because you're grappled. So I roll absolute garbage once again. Torrin, I think he doesn't... I think you're in his mouth, but he doesn't bite through your armor. I'm almost certain I haven't used acid yet, because I'm pretty sure I've just been thinking everything is... I'm guessing they have half acid damage as well. They, it seems like their very blood is made of acid. So me vomiting acid while inside of its head wouldn't do anything. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? Damn it, Torin. <laughs> I think this is a question the ghost of Torin will know, and that real Torin will not know. So I need to break my brain in half, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I think it's the town's turn, isn't it? A crossbow bolt whizzes past you, Twilight, and picks off that mimic that was biting onto you and pins it to the wall far away from you. Uh, you're safe from the It was an arrow bolt. made of poo from Mayor Bucket. Twilight turns to see who did it. Mayor Bucket has started picking up tiny mimics off the ground and throwing them into his bucket and then shaking it and then pouring the, the dissolving bodies out. Oh, dear. Oh, everything about this is uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ray and Justin have made it to uh, Torin Invert. And they each, uh, they each lay a hand on you, and, uh, Ray, she's, uh, Ray's got your back, Torin, and she gives you a little, like, pat on the shoulder, and she's like, you're doing great, kid, get in there. I'm already in there. Get in there, get in there deeper. Uh, oh, no, stay, no. stay in there. Oh, no, let's- Stay in there, kid. Let's not say any of those words in that order ever again. Get, get deep, deep inside. I need to crawl inside of its body and stab its heart. Mm. It's entirely feasible. Um... But anyway, so... If only I had a submarine, that's also a drill. Yeah, so she can't really put her hand on your shoulder, can she? Ray runs up to you and, and grabs your ankle, and yeah, lose connection uh, with she starts go. trying to pull you out, and while she's pulling you out, she's trying to heal you. And you heal for uh, 10 HP. She's like, don't worry, kid, we'll get you out of there. Uh, and then uh, uh, Vert, Justin, runs over to you, and uh, he holds out his, his shining palm, and he's like, uh, high five? Vert slaps his hand. Well, probably jumps and slaps his hand, but yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, you have to jump. He, he's very inconsiderate. Mm. Uh, you heal for seven. Vert, like, climbs up his body, and then, like... <laughs> <laughs> I just, I need the heals so bad. <laughs> uh, Vert heals for seven. Okay. The Hive Lord looks around at, at how outnumbered and how outmanned he is, and he says, This is fine. I always have my backup plan handy. And then he looks out in the distance and sees the hyper mimic, like, dead and dissolving over the top of the town. He goes, oh, maybe my backup plan won't work today. Uh, I guess I'll just keep stabbing you. And he pulls out, like, a second sword for his left hand. And he's ready to fight y'all. Goes to Twilight's turn. Okay. Uh, so Twilight's been healed, which is excellent. And mm -hmm. uh, really quickly, who healed Who healed Vert? I missed that. Justin. It was Justin. Okay. Are the goblins here helping also? Uh, the goblins have not yet arrived, so it seems. Okay. Cool beans. Just wanted to double check. All right. So, um, Twilight. Twilight would like to do a thing. Okay, awesome. Uh, Twilight is going to run up to the to the mimic and take their rapier and stab through it, the back of its head. Tight. Yeah, go ahead. Attack it. Okie dokie. Uh, that was a 19, not... Yep, 19. 19 to hit. That'll hit. Clear beans. Are you about to say 19, not natural? Yeah, my 19 wasn't natural, guys. <laughs> uh, that is 8 damage. Yep. Cool. So Twilight... Uh, Twilight goes, Hey, Hive Child! I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed! And stabs it through the forehead with the rapier. That's worse than if you were mad! <laughs> uh, yeah, he takes the damage. Uh, Acid Blood. Six. Okay. In response, the Hive Lord lobs a loogie of acid at you. Oh yeah, no, uh, nat uh unnatural 20 mm -hmm. will hit, mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah, so still a, a glob of 10 acid damage. This thing that was, like, trying to eat Torin has let go of Torin and turned around to try to spit acid at you. I am right next to you, Torin, if you wanted to do that protect thing mm -hmm. you've been trying to do. Oh, so it completely let go of the grapple or it just stopped biting me? It just stopped biting you. And he turned around and, like, he's got you sort of, like, on his back now. Um, so its head just turned to 180? Yeah, 100%. Let me, let me, let me paint a word picture. Torin is still wrapped in, like, mimic rocks... Uh, and this thing has grown two more arms, and then the head has twisted all the way around, and it's facing Twilight now. It's wearing it's wearing Torin like a backpack. This has taken a significant amount of its mass to keep Torin grappled up like this, so it's much shorter now. If I keep flexing, I'll break out eventually. <laughs> uh, you keep flexing, but these living mimics are working together with supernatural efficiency and as you as you struggle with it uh they actually give to your struggling and then tighten back up when you get tired so you're gonna need some kind of outside help to break this grapple but Torin, you are in melee range of this thing uh you are you are grappled and it is your turn bite it so yep i i kick it in its boulders you kick it right in its boulders uh let's roll with advantage since you're you're right next to it. Like, you can't miss with this kick. So what do I roll for damage? One plus strength. So four. Yeah, you kick it for four right in its boulders, and it Can goes... I add my athletics? My legs are athletic. I think I gotta say no, even though I love that idea, but I think for balance reasons I gotta say no, because then you're gonna 
kick it for like eight, and it's like a consistent eight damage with no weapon. I just kick everything in the dick. Yeah, you uh, you kick him in the dick, and uh, you see those two mimics that were that were there uh, just fall off, and this is a show for children now. <laughs> oh, hey, Feng Huang guys, I know you're all like grown ups, but uh, we're kicking things in the dick now. Yeah, those two mimics fall off and die and dissolve. Uh, Vert, your turn. Okay, uh, I'm gonna do another firebolt, but I'm gonna the head of this mimic. Uh, the, the. Okay. Yeah, you totally can. You can get. You can run around and get the angle on right. it. Uh, that probably hits. Let's see. What is that? Ooh, yeah, that hits. That's uh twenty-four. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say. Apparently, if you don't have magic missile that auto hits, your aim is terrible. It's true. It's unfortunate, but true. Um, okay, I haven't used this one in a while. Maybe I should have gotten those glasses from that wise sage. That is going to be 13 points. Oh, whoa. Well, good work, Murder No. <laughs> 2d10. Yeah, your 2d10 for 13 points of damage definitely hits this thing on the face, uh, and it panics, and it looks around at everything, and you hear it go, uh... Let's do the intelligent thing and retreat when we're in a bad situation. Scatter! And you see its entire form collapse into a pile of rocks. And all those rocks start rolling away at high speeds. Everyone make attacks of opportunity. Rocks are running past you. I just start stomping all around. Uh, yes. You, uh, good. Uh, I rolled a 12 to hit. Four damage, four damage, four damage, four damage. Uh, the number four keeps, like, flashing up. Twilight does a low slash with the Talon's sword so they can get multiple uh, at a time. I like that. I like that. Uh, roll for it. Thirteen to hit? Yeah, you got them. They're just little mimics. Okay. Uh, five damage. Uh, yeah, no, it's dead. Awesome. How many did you, I kill? Yeah. Just killed a bunch. Uh, you killed three. Yeah. You killed three just for five damage. Just a nice little low slash. Torrin squash like three or four. Uh, Vert... Uh, Stabbing with a dagger. Uh, got a 12 to hit. Yeah, you stab All one. Right, five damage. Blech, it's dead. Oh. Uh, and everyone else in the town is is doing their damnedest. Uh, Donnelly is just whoosh, 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 just picking them off with her crossbow. That's not a good crossbow sound. Gerhardt's finally like rolled her her orb on top of one like really slowly. Ray and Justin are just pew, 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 picking them off, picking them off, picking them off. But eventually, like Ray is like, it's not enough. We can't stop all of them at once. And then from atop a shed overlooking like Batman, you hear, Amelia, <coughs> we found it. They're hiding their loved ones here. This building, it, it seems to shoot into space and yet you cannot see it from the outside of the labyrinth. Peculiar. <coughs> see, father, but what's about? A uh, problem for another time. This is our priority, and our forces have weakened since we entered the labyrinth. Was it near you? Can you describe it? It was mechanical, almost serpent-like, metal teeth like a blender. I... should I come? No, Amelia. Should anything happen, the Feng Huang will be your responsibility. What? What are you doing? I am setting the last of our charges. The door into their hideout is triple reinforced steel. And I need to get in here before that thing returns. 
Be careful, father. Do not worry, Amelia. We will have our revenge soon. Breaching in three, two, one. Uh, goblins come leaping out from the from the sh- tops of the sheds and from the alleyways in between and just start they just start smashing yes. rocks with sticks and hammers and spears and there's bing 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 pow 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 creating a, a full fence shoulder to shoulder everything in this little this little street is getting smashed and crushed they're hitting things that are like they're also hitting just normal rocks just to be sure and there's pow 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 Father, do you see anything? The main lobby is empty. To be expected. They must have cleared it when they heard us fighting that beast outside. No matter. We're prepared for any defenses they set up. How will you find the- My sources have confirmed their loved ones are on the top floor. No doubt to keep them far away from that monstrosity outside. Be patient, Amelia. We will- More drones, sir! Is that a gorilla fish? I'll hold it back! Go! 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 Holy shit, they brought dogs! My leg! My leg! They're crushing everything, even the rocks that really are rocks, just to be safe. Okay. All them goblins is back! We all get them now, too! As monsters everywhere! You see, like, Ray and Justin, like, look at him and, and look at ra- look around at the situation, and other people in, in Balderdash have arrived as well, and are, are seeing this and hearing this. Can Torn punt him again? I don't see why not. I aim for the shattered husk of Flood's hut, and I punt, uh, may a bucket. Uh, make an athletics check. You're gonna hit. Let's make an athletics check. 19 plus 5. <laughs> Mayor Bucket goes sprawling leaving a trail in his wake Ugh. and he goes he goes crashing into the collapsed home of uh the, the home you're supposed to give to Gerhardt and Donnelly but you know that destroyed so whatever they can get a new one as this is happening uh twilight twilight takes out the cheater's key and puts it up to their eye to see where which rocks are mimics and see if uh, I can locate my hive child. Yeah, good try, except you used the cheater's key at the beginning of this and it hasn't been a day yet. Wow, it hasn't been a... We've been doing this for months. Okay, just kidding. This has been one day. Wow. One day in game. Okay, well, that was wrong. Um. Well, it hasn't <laughs> been one day in game, you're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Has not been one day. This is this is your day. It's been the same this day. is like... It's been like... Wednesday for the last like six months. One day more. Twilight instead then would like to cast message uh, at the hive child. Wherever they are. And go, my child, why? Why did you have to do this? What was all this destruction for? This was the only way to be taken seriously. We would have taken you seriously. Did you try just having a conversation? I... No. See? How do you expect us to treat you like an adult when you act like a child and throw a temper tantrum that murders a bunch of people? Because my temper tantrums are super powerful. Everyone will take me seriously if I'm extremely violent. Is that right? Then why can I see you right now? And I can just squash you at this moment. You can't see me, I'm a rock. Uh, Twilight's rolling deception to see if I can scare the 
the hive mind into flinching. I love this. Roll that with advantage, because I don't think anyone's ever tried that before. Okay. Whoa! Uh-huh. 21. To deceive. Now that everyone's sort of like closing in, the biggest rock in the pile starts rolling away, but it has nowhere to go. Everyone is is trapping it. All of the mimics have finally converged on a single point, mm-hmm. and they are now being slowly, one by one, executed. Anything that gets past uh, one of the taller people gets stabbed by a goblin. He finds himself alone and trapped. Twilight runs over and pins it with their rapier. Uh, you mean, are you stabbing it with the rapier? I, I, w- I want to pin it, because I don't... Twilight actually doesn't want to kill it. Non-lethal damage? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll allow it. I'll just say you, I'll just say you did it okay. for right now. Twilight pins it and goes... And we'll see if that becomes problematic later. Okay. I got you! Yeah, you got me. And Twilight goes down and picks up the rock and, like, looks at, looks at where it assumes its eyes are because it's still a rock and goes... Oh, I'll just turn... Hold on. And he turns back into a shiny treasure chest. Okay. He's very... He's very heavy. Uh, He's like, uh, it's like picking up a, um, like a gorilla fish. Okay, so Twilight just uh, plops down, like, with the sword still pinning it, but Twilight plops down next to it, like, cross-legged, and looks at it and goes, Look, I get that you've been feeling like no one really cares about you or treats you like, like an autonomous being. I get that. But you don't have to be like this. And Twilight reaches into the kimono and takes out the other mimic egg. See, I took this one from under, from inside the uh, the the giant hyper mimic, and I was gonna make it my buddy. But like, you could be my buddy too, my my hive child buddy. Yeah, I'm super bummed that you killed Leo. Yeah, I know. But look, Leo had a name. All these other mimics don't have a name. What about you, though? You're my child, and, uh, like, you can pick your own name later on if you want to, but it seems right you should get a name. How about I name you um, Elliot? That that seems that seems quite nice, actually. Yeah, see? And Twilight, uh, in a show of trust, removes their rapier from pinning Elliot. Elliot will stand up and, uh, like, on his tongues, Louis Chester does, and he'll, he'll look at you, and he's like... So you're telling me that the sense I get from this is that all of this could have been avoided if I were just nice the whole time? Yeah. I mean, and don't don't get me wrong. Being nice is a choice. And it's a choice you have to make every single day. You can't you can't just wake up and say, I'm going to be nice. It's, it's moment to moment. Sometimes I don't want to be nice. And it's something I've been working on my whole life. Oh. Okay, um, maybe, it kind of stinks that I don't have my other mimics anymore, but Ray is like, Twilight, what are you doing? We gotta, let's kill this thing, let's be done with it. This is my child! Oh, oh goodness. And Twilight looks at the hyper mimic, uh, look, looks at, uh, Elliot and goes, I don't know if they'll accept you living in this town right now. I'm gonna be honest with you, there's a lot of carnage that you caused, and I'm not so certain they'll be welcoming you with open arms. But maybe, maybe we can set you up outside the town. Just to start, you know? You could help keep the townspeople safe, build build some trust, 
and like get a little community going. And I'll tell you what. And Twilight hands the little mimic egg that they took earlier to Elliot and goes, this could be the first member of your new family. Uh, a family, huh? Hmm. Wait, no, hold on a second. This is still a dangerous monster. We don't know if this is safe to put in the town at all. How, like, shouldn't we just... Shouldn't we... I mean, look at the giant monster that destroyed half the town. Maybe we're supposed to gotta kill this right now. And what about your former mayor who tried to kill a bunch of innocent goblins? The world isn't black and white, Ray. Jake comes over to Twilight's side and crosses his arms and, like, starts nodding. He's like, mm-hmm. uh, Oh, yeah, I guess. I have an idea. And then we do a transition. And now everyone is happy. The whole town has been rebuilt. The mimics, like, one of the, uh, Elliot is, like, working at the grocery store and, like, accidentally spills some, <laughs> spills, like, a bottle of sauce and, like, everyone's shaking their heads like, oh, Elliot. And it's just this really fun, campy thing. <laughs> Actually, my, my idea was just that they replaced the hedge maze that burned in just a freak accident. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Who knew never ever berries and poop were such an accelerant? That's actually that's actually a great idea. So wait, can you can you say that as Torn? I have an idea. Yeah, we got that part. <laughs> Damn it, Mitch. <laughs> well, we've seen that they can group together, that they can form things. What if they reform the maze that you use to hide yourselves with mixed results? After that freak fire accident that came out of nowhere and nobody could have predicted. Well, I, I guess that's possible. Uh, I mean, we did sort of kill off all the other mimics, though. We got, I think right now we're working with, what, three? They can breed, I think. That's a great idea, though, because... Because, like, if they, if they can slowly rebuild the hedge maze, then you kind of have this moving maze situation. They can let in people into the town who you trust easily and keep all the baddies lost forever. And if you remember, your maze burned down, so you're going to have to trust the goblins who, remember, can farm because, well, you don't have your main food supply anymore of poop berries. What do you think, Vert? <laughs> yeah, without the maze, they're going to need some kind of... Uh protection i think i think they should stick around and they can eat the trespassers i i think they should stick around and from a distance you hear no we gotta kill them all don't make me kick you again okay i'll, I'll be good <laughs> yes the time has come it has finally arrived. <laughs> Amelia. Amelia, do you hear me? The rest of the Phoenix are gone. They cleared the room, but no one survived. I'm all that's left. Just me and my gun. I have made it, Amelia. Our vengeance draws near. Young Mitch, you fool. If only you and your friends were here, you would understand. Keep playing. I will return soon. 
time has come for me to. To. What? They, they should be here. We cleared the entire building. They should be here. Where are they? Amelia? Amelia, did you see anyone leave? Amelia! Where are they? They're gone, Yang. Young Mitch. Every single person here. They were evacuated weeks ago. Young J. Mark. They're safe. Young Kevin. I see. You knew I was listening. You who you set up the entire ruse. How did you know? How did we know about your plan? I've known for months now. Amelia. She must have... No, not Amelia. It was you, Yang. You underestimated us. And you used us. But we weren't going to let you murder all these innocent people here. But... But how? How? How did you get past that monster outside? We found another route. Did you really think Potroblat would force their loved ones to navigate this entire labyrinth to get to this location? <laughs> What's so funny? And how did you discover this little secret, young Mitch? I have my ways. Oh, really? A way to find a secret path through a highly secure area? Mitch? What is he talking about? Don't let him distract you. Kevin, block the door, please. I've got it. <laughs> uh, you really don't get it, do you, young Mitch? I've come prepared. Kevin, if you don't mind... Oh, Strocking, stop him! No, Keep yeah. your friends here! <laughs> yes, sir! No! Immediately! Kev, let me go! I told you we shouldn't have brought Kevin with yes, us! Yes, going for the stairs! What about you? I need to take care of Kevin! Just, just go! We need to stay here, J-Mark. We need to stay here. Ahota is really heating up, dear listeners. Our hunters are taking no prisoners. That would be against the rules. No, no, no. Every encroacher has been reduced to pieces. Delicious, delicious pieces. And we don't discriminate, folks. Young, old, tall, or short. Our hunters are meant to provide for all of us here in true reality. And regardless of your physical appearance, background, or even taste, we appreciate your contribution to our supplies for the coming year. And remember, dear listeners... That this all could have been avoided had Terra Heart worked out. But, uh, of course, we all know how that went, don't we? Yay! I know. Young Mitch. I have nowhere left to run. Such a tired cliché. I don't... 
Why did you run up here? I wanted to take a look. Uh... A, a look? How long have we been caged? How long have they done this to us, young Mitch? How long have we been forced to toil and suffer under Poltrablet? Join me here. Do not fear. I have already tossed my gun over. There is no point in fighting now. I have lost. Even now, you and I stand at the precipice. A new future is within our grasps, and yet, look. Yeah, Ahoda. Yes, Ahoda. Their annual hunt. But not for what little resources we have left. You know why they do this every year, yes? Yeah. When you can no longer produce, you become their produce. So we kill their loved ones? They don't know any better yet. <laughs> you are a fool. When you were plugged in, a part of you always knew something was wrong. Something off about how blissfully perfect the world within was. I knew as well. But I chose to ignore that feeling while I thrived. While I was allowed to thrive within true reality. And now... Well now... Now I am truly nothing. Not my family. Not my home. Not even vengeance. You could come back with us. You could help us, as long as you stop being so cuckoo. I think not. What did you just do? If I cannot have my vengeance, I can at least destroy one of their pillars of power. This location will no longer serve as a hideout for them. I've planted explosives at critical points across the building. I never intended to leave here alive. Strong Yang, you can't- We have both sinned greatly, young Mitch. Neither of us deserve to live. What about J-Mark? What about Kevin? Casualties of war. A shame, really. I was quite fond of them. I can stop you. I can make sure you, you don't- You cannot. And you will not. This is a dead man switch. If I let it go, the building explodes immediately. At least with this you have... <laughs> minutes to escape. You! You stroking sumer, sore loser, son of a- Petty words. There is nothing you can do now, Mitch. <laughs> Let's fall together. Together we will symbolize the beginning of the end of Paltroblatt. And from our ashes, the Phoenix will rise once more and reclaim the world. Damn it, Yang. We can stop this. We can stop this. We don't have to... to, to... <laughs> what? Holy... Manny? Sup? Sorry I'm late. How did you... GPS. Kev helped me remove the bombs and reverse the signal. Took me right to you. No, I mean the... Oh. <laughs> yeah. These guys are big, right? They ate well during the death hunt. Where are the guys? I... We don't have time. But I took the switch from his hand and, you know... Keep hold of that switch. Don't let go of his hands. Ugh. 
It, it's still running on a timer. Can uh, can I get up there? Uh, yeah. 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 That's a good girl. Ah, damn it, Mitch, Manuel. Are you just going to leave your friends, your allies? They've been tuning in this whole time. They've been listening. I'm sure they started making their own way down as soon as you started your bomb. You. You think you've won. Checkmate, Yang. This. This is a checker piece. I was never playing your game. Let's go, Manny. <laughs> well played, young Mitch. <laughs> well played indeed. Go! Go, 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 go! Come on, Kev! Kev, we need to go! <laughs> coming, coming. Kevin, if you don't mind, I need you to move faster! We need to get out of here before that bomb goes off! We can go, we can go! Swift as the wind! What the strong did you do to this elevator? There's no reason we shouldn't have made it to the bottom! Bombs go boom! 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 There's the exit! I can see it! Come on, Kev! We... Oh, oh no, it's the serpent. Oh, danger now. I don't, I don't think we're going to make it out of this one, buddy. Amelia. Amelia, are you there? Si. Ah, <coughs> uh, yes. How much of that did you hear? All of it. I need you to understand. <laughs> I was doing it all for you. No. No, you were not. Amelia, I... You were doing it for yourself. For your twisted sense of justice. Don't you see? Paltroblatt will not respond to anything less than the most drastic actions. Their power is great. We... We will stop them. The right way. <laughs> Still a child. Jess. That may be true. But at least I am nothing like you. I am sorry, Amelia. I am not expecting your forgiveness. I, I do not think I deserve it. bitter. I am bitter and I've become cruel. Pultraplat turned me into something, someone that I do not recognize. And I am not just talking about the robotic limbs. <laughs> yes. <sighs> Please, let me say this. The truth is, you have become strong, Amelia. Much stronger than I could have ever anticipated. It is every parent's wish that their child will surpass their expectations. And you, you have. Tell me, is this truly the path that you've chosen? I see. Yes. Yes, it is. Then... For whatever it is worth, you have my blessing. 
make the Feng Huang greater than I ever could. From my ashes, it will be reborn under your leadership. I am proud of you, my daughter. Dear, dear listeners, we have come to the end of yet another Ahota and... Um, dear listeners, it would seem that there's been a, a an explosion in the labyrinth. Oh, I I can see the top of of the central building. It, it it's crumbling now. It it seems to be exploding. I... Hello, testing. Um, God, I hope this works. Okay, if you can hear me. To everyone plugged in, you need to listen to me now. My name is Riley. I have been locked up by Poacher Black Corporation. They have been forcing me to be Robin for years, but this is not who I am. This is not who I am. I am unplugged. And in this moment, at least I am free. I am free and I am clear. And you can be too. We don't have to suffer under Poacher Black. We can still save this planet if we just... Well, that was a close one. Good thing I rerouted the feed to only broadcast outside of true reality. Now to bring it back in there and... Ah. Dear listeners, Elijah here. Unfortunately, Robin has been celebrating a little bit too much for a Hoda and is absolutely sloshed out of her mind. So, stay tuned for the sounds of her puking her guts out. Thank you, and keep living your truth. Now then, what do we do about you? You need to calm down. We just left them! We don't even know if they're okay, we just left them! I know, I know. But they're going to be alright. How did you even get here, man? Even with your dogs, the wall turrets would have picked you off. I had some help, but... I mean... During the Freedom Festival, one of the missiles broke a section of the wall, and some of the turrets near it. I was able to use it to sneak through the other side. Is there, uh, any food here? What? <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah, uh, 
head down the hall and uh, down the stairs, and you'll see the dining hall. Some of the Feng Huang are still there. They're non-combatants. They'll help you out. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna head out and get some. Want to come with? Uh, no. I'll uh, I'll, I'll be right there. All right. See you later. Jay, Kev, I hope you're a- Jay Mark? Kevin, are you there? Is that- Private Mitch, how have you been saying? Capitaine Lorong? Polkovnik, actually. Thanks to you, I have had promotion. You're welcome, I guess. Your intel was most useful. Tell me. Are you having any intention of rejoining Potomac? I have never had that intention. No, no, of course you have not. Well, I wanted to give you potting gift. A showing of gratitude. Hmm. Gift. Alright, what did you, uh... Mitch! Hey! I took the wrong way, but look what I found! All this food. Looks fresh, too. You guys got farmland or something? Those were done. Yeah! Looks really good. I don't even know what this yellow thing is, but it's kind of sweet. Mitchy, you alright? They know we're here. Hey everyone, J Mark again. We are officially at the end of our Buried in Plain Sight our arc. Wow, that's really hard to say. Buried in Plain Sight arc. Which means it's time for more NPC names. Want to be named after one of our NPCs? Then be sure to tweet, Facebook, or Instagram about the show with the hashtag UnpluggedRising. We keep a growing list of everyone who mentions the show, and we don't pay for any kind of advertising. So you doing so seriously really helps us out in a big, big way. Our next arc is also going to be the big finale to the first act of Tabletop for the End of the World, and we've got some super cool things planned for all of you in the meta-universe, as well as in the world of Master Portablat's Devil Plane. Finally, we want to wish a huge thank you to our patrons, Claire Richards, Drudge the Ninja, Jean Drisgula, and Kelly Wool. We are so grateful to each and every one of you. And for everyone else, we have new updates coming up on our Patreon this holiday season. Now, for $5, you will gain exclusive access to our behind-the-scenes show, We Are Unplugged, our new actual play podcast It comes from within, behind-the-scenes blogs, access to any discontinued merchandise, exclusive merchandise only made available to our patrons, and... Access to our Discord, which you will be able to chat directly with us here at We Are Heroes Productions, and maybe get in on some game time as well. Anyway, that's it from me. I know it has been quite some time since our last episode released. We're about a week late, but I wanted to make sure this episode was absolutely perfect. So I'm going to do my utmost to get us back on schedule. Ideally, our next episode will be available on December 6th. It's a moment's respite episode, so level up time. My favorite time, really. Um, okay, so I'm going to let you all go now, but remember... The Overseers are always watching.